Pleased to welcome John Koifman to our New York studios. John is the Media Relations Director for the Natural Resources Defense Council, our partner and uh, one of the groups helping to keep EcoTalk on the air. Uh, this has been an interesting couple of weeks. We had W saying in a State of the Union address that America has a serious problem. We're addicted to oil. And now he's gone on the road saying uh, we actually need to invest more in renewables and not just nuclear, but he also mentioned sun and wind. What's up with this? Has he uh, been drinking some magic green potion or is this pol- Has he been hitting the ethanol, uh, you might ask? <laughs> or what's up with that sawgrass? <laughs> right. Switchgrass. It, well, it was, it was a remarkable event at the State of the Union for President Bush to stand up and say, before the public, uh, in front of God and everyone, uh, that America is addicted to oil. And for a few moments there, we thought, well, Nixon went to China and Reagan negotiated with the Russians, and and maybe George Bush is going to have a sudden change of heart and a a course correction of that magnitude. Uh, It appears now, unfortunately, that that's not the case. Uh, The very next morning after the State of the Union address, of course, Dick Cheney uh, was on the air on Rush Limbaugh, assuring that audience that uh, they were still going to be pursuing Arctic drilling uh, in the National Wildlife Refuge and uh, going after oil and gas under this country's coastal waters. So one day the president stands up and says we have an addiction. The next day the vice president is out hustling for another fix. So it's uh, no surprise then that we would be left shrugging our shoulders and saying, which is it, guys? A series of mixed messages, a little cognitive dissonance, and uh, the American Petroleum Institute, for one, was very vocal in registering their opposition to Bush making such a bold proclamation, which I understand was actually ad-lib, that wasn't scripted when he made that confession? Well, we're told that it, it dropped into the speech late. Uh, whether or not it was, it was ad-libbed and made up on the spot, I think we'll never know until we see his notes from the speech. It certainly was a major move. The problem is that the president seems to have set a bar for himself that uh, he and uh, his administration, uh, particularly his vice president, but uh, we think uh, many more of the folks there, are simply unwilling and unable to clear uh, as a matter of philosophy is a matter of theology and a matter, matter of politics for them. So should we just be completely cynical about this? Is there any hope here, or is this really just a political move? And coincidentally, he was traveling to three states where there are close races underway, and it's popular to talk about getting off foreign oil right now. Well, funny things happen in the world of politics, and while the administration may not have the outcome that they're looking for, the fact that the president has now set the terms of the debate in the same way that we have been setting the terms of the debate now for several years, I mean, that fact is not lost on the American public. People are paying attention. And in part, we think they made this move because they've been reading the polls. They understand the public is very nervous about our dependence on oil, about the economic implications of that, about the security implications, and frankly, the moral and political implications and the concerns. So the administration itself may not be prepared to do the things that they've sort of talked about lately, but others are prepared to do that. You're seeing more and more action in the states. You're seeing more pressure building in Congress, uh, bipartisan legislation now rolling in both houses that would save two and a half million barrels of oil a day through a combination of new common sense standards and more support for the kind of ethanol technologies, wind and renewables, uh, and other things like that, that the president is talking about, but doesn't seem to be quite ready to deliver. In fact, uh, there have been such severe cutbacks that people who are working at the Renewable Energy Laboratory had been dismissed, and then they were quickly brought back. Yeah, strange. Uh, perhaps uh, I think somebody made the joke that maybe uh, President Bush ought to stop by some of the auto plants in Detroit and see if he could work the same magic on having people who've been laid off uh, restored to their jobs. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, magically, Monday morning, $5 million appeared out of the sky, 
and uh, they rehired the employees. And, and one critic was quoted as saying, well, it's one thing to bring the people back. It's another thing to actually have programs put in place. Do you right. think we'll be saying more money restored? Are people going to focus on it long enough to make sure? I know you guys will. <laughs> well, we'll certainly be focused on it. The, and the thing that comes after the State of the Union that uh, folks outside the Beltway don't always pay as close attention to is the president's budget, which uh, was released a week after that speech. And when we looked at those numbers, uh, we discovered that uh, his investment in energy efficiency and renewables and technology and, and that whole ball of wax is now just about where it was six years ago when he took office in present dollars. And if you adjust it for inflation, uh, he's actually about $130 million in the red compared with uh, where they were before. So uh, he is getting himself a little closer to the starting line, but uh, we've got to be moving much farther and much faster than that if we're going to tackle our energy security challenges, if we're going to be dealing with global warming pollution. He did uh, do some good photo ops promoting a battery-making plant, I guess, where they make um, batteries for hybrid cars in Wisconsin and another solar plant in another state where there's a race. Um, Is that significant or is that just that, a photo op? Well, it's good news that the president is dragging the press corps and the media spotlight with him to go see some interesting and important things. Uh, It's unfortunate that this administration is not going to do that. But the fact that the national conversation is now really shifted gears and the president himself, perhaps inadvertently, really set the tone uh, is going to change the way people are looking at things. It is going to add more momentum, more fuel, more energy to this discussion that's happening already uh, with business in Washington, uh, with religious communities, uh, really all across the country. You had mentioned fuel, which, of course, gets yes. to your favorite topic and mine, and that's cafe standards. Corporate average fuel economy standards are not being raised. Isn't that the single most critical move that would make the biggest difference fastest? Well, certainly raising the fuel economy performance of the cars and trucks that people drive in this country is a critical component to reducing our oil dependency. The vast majority of oil that we consume in this country goes to transportation and It's where we think we can make the fastest gains. Now, whether that happens through something that we call the CAFE standards or through approaches like the energy security legislation, which doesn't directly attack the problem through that legal framework, but does require a two and a half million barrel oil savings, daily oil savings by the end of the decade. You know, there may be more than one way to skin this cat, but you're absolutely right that the fuel economy performance is going to be a key issue. Even some Republicans are expressing support of such a move to really mandate higher fuel efficiency in cars. Is it just the auto industry still having influence that's really behind this lack of improvement in CAFE standards, which you know really would serve the public in so many ways? Well, as you know, this has been a tough year for folks who work in the auto industry. Uh, Ford and General Motors together have announced more than 60,000 layoffs. These are good blue-collar jobs, good white-collar jobs, uh, jobs that are going to go away for good because management of those companies bet the farm on gas-guzzling SUVs, and the market for these vehicles dropped out, uh, the bottom dropped out of the market, leaving these companies in a terrible, terrible fix because they refuse to invest in good technology and the kind of solutions that they're seeing from their foreign competitors. Ford starting to move out of the blocks, General Motors talking a little bit, and we don't hear much from Chrysler. There is a long history of relations, uh, some would say improper relations, between Detroit and Washington, some would say carnal relations, that have kept the fuel economy question bottled up for a long time. And uh, there's certainly a lot of carryover from that 
but we're getting there. Is CAFE dead or should it be? Is there another way to get there from here? Or is our groups like the NRDC still pushing for that? And is it becoming you know, an easier push now that Americans, if it took their pocketbooks to get them to realize they're paying through the hose, want this? Well, the action right now and the interest in, in both parties, and I think with an increasing number of environmental organizations, including NRDC, is in tackling this problem in the context of energy security legislation and measuring it in barrels per day rather than miles per gallon. And we're quite comfortable uh, discussing it in those terms. Whatever works uh, to get you to the concrete performance uh, improvements is, is what we're after. Thank you, John. We've been speaking with John Koifman, Media Relations Director for the Natural Resources Defense Council, one of our environmental partners, making EcoTalk possible each week. If you'd like to find out more about today's subjects and guests, please go to our website at www.ecotalk.net. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll be talking about another aspect of our oil addiction. Oil addiction. 